Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, today we're going to be talking all about ads, and I'm ready to share some lessons that I haven't really talked much about. So I had a really great opportunity in 2021 to work with a client with the biggest ad spend budget that I had ever managed, and it was a budget about $1.2 million over the year, which is sounds like an actual, like a, a humongous amount of money. But to be honest, you know, for, for some of these big multinationals, you know, they could be spending that a month. And I say that just because I think sometimes we don't realize um, how much money is being spent in advertising. And so today I want to share with you a couple key lessons that I learned from managing a budget that big and give you some ideas that even if your budget isn't that big, um, just how to set yourself up for success. So let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing I want to chat about is this idea that you know, a lot of businesses use ads. And I think that we live in an age where everything feels like very organic. Um, I think that with the rise of influencer marketing and so much money being poured into working directly with influencers, that perhaps there was like a little bit of a lull. I think a, some brands were maybe opting to pour that ad budget into working with advertisers. But now more than ever, I can say with real confidence that like ads on a whole are just thriving, even through the cookie apocalypse that everyone was very afraid of um, last year, which definitely is still on the horizon, right? With um, third-party data, iOS updates, privacy, all of that stuff. Like that is definitely um, part of this conversation for sure, but ads are really widely used. And I think oftentimes we see you know, these accounts blowing up on Instagram and people like to share the story that they're, you know, totally organic growth and we don't spend a dime on marketing kind of story is really popular among a lot of founders. But when you get into the operations and, you know, behind the scenes, I've been really shocked to discover that a lot of, uh, a lot of businesses have grown tremendously with ads and maybe there's kind of like a shame about sharing that, but undoubtedly many, many, many businesses are using ads to grow and that's how they've grown their Instagram accounts or they've grown their email lists. And I just want us all to keep that in mind, right? It's kind of that unfair advantage if people are kind of secretly growing with ads, but on the front end, we think that it's all like uber organic. Um, and I also want to note that you know, a lot of companies pay have paid relationships with influencers. And now more than ever, I think to have really high quality influencer kind of marketing uh, advertising programs, um, those are paid. So 
just for all of you out there to, to that maybe feels like they're spinning their wheels and like kind of not getting anywhere it's because you know this this growth strategy um using ads is is really widely used and we just tend to forget that so let's start with that um kind of in that frame that a lot more businesses are using ads a lot more widely than maybe we expect and so with that when we're going into any uh, mounting any ad strategy i want you to consider your tam which is your total addressable market because that's going to play a really big factor you know it really factors in quite greatly with how well your ads can perform and how much your cost per click or your cost per acquisition is going to be and so in my experience managing this 1.2 million dollar ad budget TAM was something that we had a really hard time with. And I think to all of our surprise, if you've sort of hit the ceiling on your total addressable market, so meaning that you have like a very specific um, audience that you're trying to capture, maybe it's in a very specific geographic location. Um, In the case of this client, there was a very specific type of business with a certain revenue um, level that just in the whole entire world there just wasn't a humongous uh, market to dip into and so at one point you can be pouring all the money in the world into targeting the specific group but no matter what you do you're not going to be able to kind of scale the production or keep the cost down for acquisition simply because there's just not enough people in the pool. So you want to think about how wide a net you want to cast and you know, how big is your net when you're going into building ads, right? Um, so we talk about wanting to niche down, right? And talk to that specific like avatar that we have in our minds for marketing. That is so important. But when we're looking at ads, we want to make sure that that group is going to be big enough that's going to make like economical sense to be pouring ads in to uh, to reach them and I also want to kind of sidebar here that you need to understand how each individual ad platform works when you're going to be mounting an ad strategy so I'll give you like a really clear example Um, I work with a lot of B2B businesses. And so therefore, LinkedIn advertising is definitely a strategy that I've deployed several times in our marketing teams. And for a platform like LinkedIn, you have to understand that LinkedIn is not trying to be a Google or a Facebook. They don't want to be having a volume of ads. They want to be having quality of ads so if you're trying to reach b2b linkedin is actually a really really great place for you to advertise but what's the what's really interesting is linkedin algorithms really only pick up on advertisers that are spending the minimum is is somewhere around three thousand dollars a month and so if you're not spending that $3,000 a month, the algorithms, sort of all the back end on how the ads are managed 
are not really going to work in your favor. Um, you're not going to be able to have like as precise targeting. They're not going to be as effective those ads if you're not spending that 3000, which is kind of like the tipping point that signals to LinkedIn that this is like a serious business that's really trying to advertise. Now, whether or not you want to advertise on LinkedIn is not the point. The point is, is that when you go into mounting a strategy on any of the platforms for ads, it w it's really useful for you to understand how the ads work, not that you need to manage them the, yourself, but understanding what is the bigger purpose of the business that you're advertising on. And with that, I want to talk a little bit about the importance of organic. So another really big lesson that I learned from managing this, um, this 1.2 million is that money doesn't solve all of the problems right so we talked about total addressable market that is that is real right but there for several reasons you know algorithm changes or privacy updates or whatever there's always going to be a level of uh, instability with the ads because it's not something that you control 100 percent. and so what i see is some businesses doing is having their lead generation tactic be completely with ads okay so i talk so often about the three ways there are to grow your audience which is through partnerships through seo or through paid ads that's really the only three ways you can grow and so it's hard to build a solid seo program it takes a while to see traction on that Partners are the same exact way. Partnerships are usually like very manual. They, you know, you, a lot of times you can't 100% calculate the ROI. They take a while to mount and develop. Um, but building out some more organic strategies is such a vital piece of growing and scaling a business. And it's one that I don't want you to forget. And in fact, there is a real argument to be made uh, for mounting a really intentional, consistent, organic strategy on the platform that you're advertising on that's going to help actually the performance of your ads um, on that platform. So I wanted to share with you a really great resource. It's a book by Russell Brunson, who is the founder of ClickFunnels, which is a bajillion dollar SaaS company. Um, he's a really great marketing leader and, and uh, you know, an in, in inspiration. He has a podcast too about marketing, but he wrote a book called Traffic Secrets. And in that book, he speaks about this strategy of um, sort of earning your way into a platform and then buying your way into a platform. And I have found this to be true, that the, the algorithm gods are going to be way more favorable to businesses that are active, have healthy, active, organic accounts on the platform than if you just go into a platform and just pour a bunch of money into ads. Um, you're just not going to see the same results. Um, so with that, I also, the, the next thing I think is really important to address is, you know, focusing on one uh, platform 
as your main lead gen source and really understanding where your audience hangs out. Um, I think it's really worth it to go all in on one platform rather than trying to kind of spread your money across a bunch of different platforms um, and, and sort of not perfecting or not doing well on any of them. It's always really important to start small. Now that said, I would be really weary of pouring all of your ad budget into ads on one platform and then not making sure that you have other um, other pro, other lead gen activities going on. So those three ways to grow your business, the SEO and the partnerships and the ads, all three of them really should be humming for you to have a healthy lead gen program for your business. Just focusing on any one thing is, is kind of dangerous because again, it's not something that you control a hundred percent, even the ads, you know, <laughs> I will tell you, and it's really, really frustrating. But last year, there were a lot of disruptions with the ad delivery. And there were often days where weeks would go by and there would be, you know, 20, 30, $40,000 wasted because the ads just like simply were not delivered to proper audiences. The targeting backends were, you know, getting disrupted. All of these things that were 100% out of our control. They were 100% just sort of like glitches in the system. And, you know, Facebook kind of just shrugged their shoulders and like, ah, there's nothing we could do about it. So not to scare you, but those sort of things do happen. So it's really important to be vigilant and to also diversify just like any investment, right? So that brings me to sort of the last and most important piece for advertising. If you're thinking of starting uh, advertising campaign or advertising strategy, I want you to make sure that you have your client value journey uh, intentionally laid out. And this is your six part repeatable marketing system that is essentially the flywheel for your business. Now, the problem is, is that a lot of uh, founders I see are really excited to start ads. They really, really want that volume of leads. But what ends up happening is if your client value journey is not um, intact or there are some quote unquote leaks, right? Leaks in your funnel, you're going to miss a lot of opportunities and waste a ton of money. So you want to make sure with any ad program that you are capturing email addresses, right? This is like really the first step is really important, right? This awareness phase, you're putting the brand out there. You're getting you're captivating people's attention uh, with your ads. What is the call to action? What is the thing you they want to you want them to do? The action you want them to take. And nine times out of ten, it's going to be much much easier to set up your ads for lead generation. So simply getting people on your email list and then sort of developing the relationship with that lead on your email list, selling on the email list, it's going to be a lot less expensive to, to do ads for lead, uh, to grow your list through free offers or freebies, lead magnets, things like that, rather than trying to get that person to purchase at the second that they see the ad or book the call at the second they're going to see the ad. Um, because again, the conversions on that are just a lot, lot lower. So I want you to think holistically, you're running this ad. What is the purpose of running the ad, right? What is the uh, the way that 
that these ads fit into our bigger client value journey, our bigger marketing funnel. Be really intentional in how you set that up. The last thing I want to say, or the the second last thing I want to say, is the structure for ads. So when you're thinking of putting ads together, it's not just, um, we have three stages of the buyer journey, right? You have a top of the funnel, means the people that are just getting to know who you are. You have the middle of the funnel, which are people that they recognize your name, they kind of know what you do, they've shown some interest in your business. And then there's the bottom of the, the funnel. People have showed like true um, intent to buy or whatever to, to book with you. And so anytime you're running an ad, I want you to think about developing the ads in those three stages. And this is where having an ad manager is really, really helpful because you can set up the ads to be shown to people at those different stages of the journey based on the actions that they've taken either on the website or how they've previously clicked. This is where ad management gets more advanced. And I think there's a lot of rhetoric out there of like, you know, Facebook ad courses and you can do it all yourself. And to some degree, yeah, if you want to dedicate the time to really learn, more power to you. But I see a huge potential to be wasting a lot of money if you don't understand this three-part framework, right? It's not just about, you know, throwing ads to a cold audience and hoping that they convert into buyers, right? It's much, much more to it. Um, so yeah, so these are my core lessons, my core findings from managing this big budget. And I just have to say that these problems that we ran into are pretty basic, right? Um, and they really apply no matter what your budget are, what your budget is, right? Um, just make sure that any ad program you want to mount is done with intention, that it is done in concert with your marketing funnel, um, that it makes sense to, uh, to kind of bring people into your world and then nurturing them, right? So you can bring them into your world and nurture them once they're on their email list, but also we bring them in the world, into our world once they've shown interest in that top of funnel ad, and then we can keep serving them relevant ads that kind of push them through the buyer stages. And there's tons of research resources that you can find about all of these different strategies for ads, but I just wanted to give you this really high level overview and I hope it was helpful. If you have questions and you want some, um, want some advice on how to like kind of mount an ad strategy for your business, please go ahead and send me a message on LinkedIn. I'm always just love geeking out on this stuff and always happy to share my experience with you. Thank you for listening and see you back here next week for the Marketing for Startups podcast. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you 
And I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.